with session three of Top Trio. Uh, we had a great topic last week. We talked about Batman vs. Superman, and uh, people were able to chime in on their favorite TV comic book shows of all time. Uh, thanks, thank you guys for the feedback. It was great. Uh, we loved it. Um, congrats to the winners who won the Ninja Turtles prize pack. That was pretty cool sending that stuff out to you guys. I hope you guys received it. But uh, today, uh, we are going over our favorite console and our top three favorite games for that console. Everybody has that one console that means the world to them, and I just wanted to see what you guys' picks are, and I want us to share our picks. But uh, today, uh, I just want to go ahead and tell you guys who our announcers are, and we got a special guest as well. As well. So let me start from here. Jose, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Good, man. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> I like that name. I'm, I'm gonna. I might go with it from now on. So what, what's good, Jose? Same old, same old, man. It's good. Everything's great. Playing, uh, getting obsessed with my uh, Twilight Princess HD remake that I've been playing nonstop. Okay. For the third time. Okay. So um. So next, I got up Jay the Movie Destroyer. What's good? The Movie Destroyer. Dun, Look, dun, just dun. because a guy. Just because a guy knows how to fully critique a movie doesn't make him a destroyer. No, that he just means... used to. He just used to break VHS good. cassettes. <laughs> it's like oh, VHS breaks it. That's it. Got the laser disc at home. No. Um... Did you see <laughs> the Deadpool thing? Yeah, Deadpool I did. Thing? I wish that was real. I would buy the laser disc, and I would buy a laser disc player just to watch it. So. What's going on right now is we're making fun of Jonathan because he ain't on the podcast right now. He'll, she should be chiming in later on. Uh, or, if not, I, or if not, I'll have a horrible edit at the end with his information at the end. So no, We'll be making fun of him regardless if he was a oh, yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan, <laughs> taking your spot this week. Okay, so How does that guy... make you feel? <laughs> so where, where is he? Where is he? <laughs> so, okay, you guys... <laughs> You guys may try. You guys need to ask me who this person is on the other end of this call who's making all these jokes and stuff. It ain't Clark Kent, you know. It, you know, it ain't you know, it ain't the Superman. It ain't whoever you think it is. But it's my boy Jason. He's a great, great friend of mine. We go way back. I'm, war- <laughs> I'm warning you guys right now. See, hey, you guys are gonna enjoy this. He helped me uh, create the Marvel XDC site. A lot of you guys chime in on there. He's a great, great dude. So I want to make sure I get him on the show. He actually does a little some funny stuff as well with uh, video games. You can actually find me on YouTube under Nat20 Productions. I'll give Rick the information, and he can post a link with this podcast. Uh, we have not recorded in a while. I'm actually in the process of editing uh, a relaunch. of. You could call us Nat20 Rebirth. Net twenty, net twenty battle world. <laughs> oh lord. Okay, okay. We're not going to DC Comics today. We're not no. doing that. We're not doing that no, today. No. Cool. So, our topic for this week was our favorite video game console of all time. It can be handheld. It can be, you know, that horrible 3DO. I mean, it can be <laughs> many, many different things in consoles. Um, so, what I'm gonna do? I had the guys come in here. They told they told me what their picks were and what their favorites were. Um, but I'm gonna let them chime in. But I'm gonna go ahead and spoil Jose's. He actually chose the Virtual Boy, so I was like, I want him to explain why he chose the Virtual Boy. Yeah, I kind of want an explanation for this, sir. Because <laughs> there's only three games for it, so it makes my job a lot easier. Whoa, whoa, those, no, no, there was four games, sir. I had a Virtual Boy. I plead the fifth though, but I had a Virtual Boy. 
Well, this is what we have. Actually, I, I, only know, <laughs> I only know of one game. Hey. That, that was that tennis game. So you had tennis, baseball, Teleroboxer, and Wario Land. Let me tell you, my neck still hurts. There's a Wario Land for it? There was apparently a lot more than four games for the... Oh, there was um, a ton of games. <laughs> but the Wario Land game was amazing. I'm not going to lie. The game was amazing. But well, because every Wario game is amazing, and I would go into that with my picks. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to go ahead and shut up. And um, hopefully uh, Jonathan you know, gets on here eventually so we can get his picks. If not, it'll be a horrible edit again. Um, so, uh, Crocodile Dundee, let me go ahead and get your uh, <laughs> let me go get your, your favorite console and your top three games for that console. Let's go. All right, so I had a – and Rick will tell you, I had a huge inner debate with it between the, the Game Boy Advance and the GameCube. Um I didn't play a lot of video games like throughout my teenage years, so when I started getting a little bit older, I started getting back to gaming. But uh, I'd have to go with the, the Game Boy Advance as my favorite console of all time. Uh, it's it's a well, even my personal relationship with it. My, it was given to me by my best friend at the time, and or still is. But um, yeah, it, it, I got the, the little black SP with the little folding uh, screen. I thought it was the coolest looking thing. It to this day, I think it's like one of the coolest looking. Uh, Devices, gaming devices, but um, yeah, it was a great little system. You could take that thing anywhere. The batteries would last you a long time. Um, it, it was just a perfect thing. Like it came, as far as I know, it was the first thing that was, or the first like portable gaming device that was backlit. So you didn't need a like the little attachment the original Game Boy Advance needed. I'm actually part of that generation. I grew up on the old one. The the, the like the flat one. The the big gray one that you can throw and knock somebody out with. Okay. Oh, the the brick the brick boy <laughs> as I call it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you ever uh, actually speaking of the old one? Did you ever go to Nintendo World, Rick, while you were here and while you came to ever came to visit in New York? Um, I didn't. I walked past it. But I never went inside. Inside they have a display of like all the old uh and all the the collectors editions or special yeah, like edition of uh. The Game Boys and SPs and DSs and stuff. Yeah. One of them was an old. One of them is an old Game Boy, original Game Boy. That's that made it through the Gulf War. It was in a bunker during the Gulf War, and it was melted, and it still works. They gotta keep it permanently plugged in to charge it, but it works. Yeah, I I, I saw the um I saw the YouTube video on that. That was pretty sick, though. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, because these things last forever. Yeah. Like even my SP, like I had it in my work in my pocket the other day. Actually, yesterday I was at work and I had it in my pocket and it fell out and slammed against the the, the floor and it was totally fine. Okay. Nintendo so. makes fucking. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, don't know about swearing on this. No, you can swear. It's okay. It's, cool. It's, it's Nintendo makes fucking amazingly durable <laughs> systems. Okay. Let me let me say one thing. What well, two things? Jose, I need your top three picks. And second off, nobody plays the SP anymore. Just letting you know. You know I play what? the SP. <laughs> I play the SP. What are you talking about? That thing's awesome. That thing's wicked. Okay, see, Jason's only here on, only here like a like this one time. I may bring him on in the future, but he just jacked up. I was trying to flame Jose. He he screwed up the flame. Now, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I love it. I love that system. It's a great thing. It's a great little device. It's, it's, it's not my favorite, amazing. but I, 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 it, I never owned a regular... Uh, Game Boy Advance. The SP is the only one I ever had of those of that Before generation. Souls. Okay, give me your top three. I ain't want to talk about this no more. Give me your top <laughs> three. All right. So jumping right into it, my number three pick would have to be uh, 
Metroid Zero Mission. Uh-huh. Now, I know it's a remake of the original. I've played the original maybe like a handful of times, and I never knew what, what I was doing. So maybe it was just because of the age, like variation that I had when I originally played it to when I'm playing it now, or played it for the first time. But um, yeah, it was a, it's a great remake. It's, I think it's superior than the original. Uh, the artwork is amazing. There's a map in there now, so you know what you're doing or know where to go or know where you are. Um, the the music is just phenomenal. I, I think this was like my first really like sitting down and concentrating and actually trying to get through a Metro game. And it's it's an awesome game. And the little mission at the end that they throw in there, the little bonus content, was a great remake. And that's why I think it's it's above a normal remake. It's it's something that took the original idea and just elevated with the design, with the sound, with the gameplay. It was just all around very rare are remakes better than the original. And I think this was one of the instances where the the remake was better. So that's my number three pick. Nice. Go ahead, give me number two, bro. Number two. Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't get Jason upset, because Jason loves Legend of Zelda. I love Zelda. I love <laughs> Zelda, my man. Go ahead, Jose. Legend of Zelda <laughs> Minish Cap. I think this is an incredible game. I think it's... I think it, as far as Zelda games go, it's one of the most underrated ones, or ones that people don't even really think of when you're talking about you know great Zelda games. I know... Uh, Link to the Past gets put up there, uh, you know, Majora's Mask and all that. Uh, Ocarina gets put up there, but a lot of people forget Minish Cap, and I don't know if it's because it was on a handheld, maybe that's why. Because um, I feel that the last one that came out, not, not the last one, but the, uh, the Link Between Worlds, that game was phenomenal. I think it's one of the best Zelda games, period, and I think it went so under the radar because it was on a handheld system. Um, but yeah, Minish Cap was great, and the, the graphics were awesome. Um, I think it was my, like, second or third, like, 2D Zelda that I played. And just the, you know how you normally get your sidekick uh, through the Zelda game? I think uh, Enzlo, I think was his name. He was awesome. I think that was one of the best, like, side characters in the entire franchise. Um, the puzzle aspects was were great. The it, game wasn't too difficult. It wasn't too long. I felt like everything about it was perfect. The difficulty was perfect. The puzzles were perfect. Everything about it just screamed quality, and I, I really think that game went under the radar or doesn't get the respect it should. Nice. So, okay, uh, he, he, the big number one, make it number count. one. And I did a lot of soul searching. And... <laughs> I would hope so. This is a, kind of a big topic. It's your top three as Game Boy Advance games. Because if you get this wrong, everybody's going to let you know. It's so not you... wrong. And I, and I welcome any sort of wrong <laughs> debate. Listen how sure he is. <laughs> listen how sure he is that he's right. <laughs> Number one pick. WarioWare Twisted. Good choice. So this game, a lot of people don't know about WarioWare games. And it's, it's one of those travesties that either people don't know about them or Nintendo doesn't make enough of them. But uh, usually they come out one game per console, and they're these little mini games or micro games that you play, and normally only require like a button to do or to play. And it's just like one after another, and you speed them up, and it's really great. Like that, the gameplay is awesome. It's anyone can pick it up, and it's it's really simple mechanics, but like to really master it, it, it takes a lot of time and, and concentration to do it. Um, and the one for the game uh, Game Boy Advance, this one had a uh, little gyroscope attached to the bottom of the cartridge. So a lot of the mini games, instead of just pushing buttons, 
also involved moving the the SP or the Game Boy around left and right um, in, to solve some of the puzzles in the game. And it was just I had never seen anything like that. It was you know way before the Wii. Any, to my knowledge, any motion sensor uh, or you know those uh, motion controls. Yeah. That was my first experience with it, and that everything about the game was just funny. The, the, the it's one of the games where I literally laughed out loud of how funny that game was, <laughs> and it's such a good game. And I really like the whole series is, is wonderful. And if you have the chance to play it, I I really recommend any of them. Wow, yeah. Um, uh, I I think never, get to, never really got the chance to play it. I've seen the videos, seen other people play it, but I heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah, the uh, Game Boy actually, the uh, Game Boy Advance had two of them, so even more reason why the Game Boy Advance is my favorite console. And if you, I, I even have a spare SP. I'll let you borrow, and I'll let you borrow. No, I'm fine. No, you can play it. <laughs> no, I'm good. No, I'm good. No, really, I don't mind. It's yeah, cool. No, it's, it's, it's not an issue. No, no, no. But, but Rick, he insists. That's cool. I, I don't want to trouble you with that. It's, it's okay. I appreciate the gesture. It's okay. <laughs> the crocodile Dundee has spoken. Are you wearing Crocs right now? I don't understand your question. Ah, okay, cool. Just, just making sure. Okay. You, you just answered my question. What a Crocs. <laughs> okay, so because um, Jonathan's not here, um, this this place right here is where I'll put Jonathan's horrible edit at. So you guys look out for that. This I can pretend happen. to be Jonathan. Don't do that. Jonathan's favorite game system is the um, is the uh, the Virtual Boy. Uh, 3DO. 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 <laughs> uh, what's the Gex? There you go. Gex. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, system is the Sega Saturn, and all he plays is. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know what? Okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm about to hop off. Okay, I'm gonna say this right now. I don't this want to be a witness to what this is going on. Jason's probably the last time on our podcast. But oh no! Oh no! You screwed up, man. You done messed up now. Uh-oh. Jason, give me your. You you better damn sure better have some good picks right here because you, you you gotta make up for that comment. All right. Favorite console. Give me My top favorite three console. Picks. Favorite console is a console I never actually owned, but I but all of my friends have. What? It's a console I never actually owned. When I was a child, the only console I had was a Sega Genesis. It good man. Good console. man. Good man. Good man. But my favorite console of all time will always be the Super Nintendo. Nice. Sell out. No. no hell it's no. Not, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not a sellout because that no. system. That system. Was leagues ahead of the Sega Genesis? I, I can oh, agree. Oh I my God, dude! Guys, come on, we're not doing I love, I love the Sega Genesis, oh, but I love Jonathan that. Go back, go back us up. I don't know. I don't need Jonathan to go back. Jonathan can help you. All right, the the Super Nintendo I never owned because my dad bought me the Sega Genesis when I was a child. And I didn't even know what a Nintendo was back then. I literally my introduction to console gaming was the Sega Genesis. I was like, "The hell is this? This is amazing! I never have to go to an arcade again." God rest their souls. God rest their souls. Anyways, um, but I, I made up for it because I have a Retron now at home, and I can actually play old-school Super Nintendo games not on the Nintendo Virtual Console. Okay, hold on, question. Copies. Jonathan, are you posing as Jason right now? Because Jonathan has a Retron as well. 
I love. I I gotta say, it's not the same as playing the original console, but it is a damn good. Uh, is a damn good uh, replica. I I'll agree to that. Um. Okay. But top three. Let's my go. number. Th- my number three. My number three, and this is number one for a lot of people I know, but this is my number three. Mega Man X. Can't even be upset with that. X3 was a better game, but X X is a good pick. X took took Mega Man took a great franchise to a whole whole new level. Introduced a great story, actual you know story to Mega Man, like something beyond Doctor Light has been kidnapped by Doctor Wily. You now have vile, uh, vile. You now have zero. I mean, uh, the Mavericks. All, and, uh, the Mavericks. You have uh, Boomerka Wanger. I mean, I mean, in the, I mean, in the Super Nintendo version, he gets a Hadoken power up. Yep. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he gets a Hadoken power up because Street Fighter was huge on the Super Nintendo. Uh, the power-ups were great, um, that you got power-ups outside of that of the Robot Masters. Yep. Uh, wall jumping, the first time wall jumping has really, outside of Mario, ever been done in a game. It The game just improved on an already great franchise. Yeah, it was a beautiful game to look at, too. Oh, I'm my God. Here, I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here getting goosebumps just thinking about, like, I play X3 at least three, four times a year, man. Oh, and... Like play, like you know that, and that opening. You're usually used to like going through a Mega Man game, and winning in the opening stage. But Vile wrecks you. Yeah. You can't beat him, and this guy comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh my god, I want to be like this guy. Forget <laughs> old school Mega Man. I want to be Zero. I want to be the guy. Guy, literally, I want to be the guy. <laughs> the game was much easier to get through with Zero than it was with Mega Man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that is my number three, Mega awesome. Man X. Uh, my number two is Yoshi's Island. Or nice. Yoshi, Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. Yoshi is one of my favorite Mario characters. And the fact that they devoted an entire game just to him was great and the story was great too that they're trying to protect baby Mario. The guy with the uh Fantasia hat on, right? The wizard yeah, looking yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, wizard looking guy. Yeah. You know, keeping him safe from him and, and baby Bowser and the stage setups were great. The fact that it starred more than just the Yoshi that we know. Yeah. The fact that it, it really it's I honestly I think the the best platformer that the Super Nintendo has. I have to agree. I'm big time. I, I mean, I don't think it's the best platformer ever, and I, I'll tell you what my what I think the best platforming game ever, or just all around the best game ever is uh, later on. But honestly, I think I think it's the best platformer that Nintendo has ever made. Uh, for for that time period, there have been better ones on the other consoles as they released them, but Yoshi's Island had. Amazing story, amazing platforming skills, amazing abilities that the... I mean, the transformation that you got. And, I mean, they remade it for the 3DS recently. Like, you don't just remake a game that sucks. You you remake a game that succeeds. And 
finally my number one is Donkey Kong Country. Yep. Because let's mm. face it, Donkey Kong mm. Country heralded the yep. beginning of the age of rareware. Dude. Let's face it, you you did not have a childhood if you did not turn on your if you did not have a blacked out room, and with a with the light of your screen on and you hear and see the rare logo pop up on your screen. They took Donkey Kong and they made it something great. Can't even hate. Can't even hate. Just just watching the intros of Donkey Kong Country and just uh, the music in general was awesome. And the fact that they were able to replicate. The, the 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 good time the great times I had playing just the base game into uh, Diddy's Con- uh, Diddy's Conquest and Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. I mean, Rare started off the renaissance of, of video of like amazing games, and because of Donkey Kong Country, they were able to bring uh, before you know the unholy buyout. They were able to do something great for Nintendo. You know? You ain't down with Funky Kong. You ain't down with nobody at all, man. <laughs> wow. Okay. And you guys have some great. Well, we well we spoke, Rick. What about you? What's your favorite console? What's your top three games for? Okay. It? Well. You see how I kind of turned it around on you, so you didn't have to be the one to ask yourself. Oh, yeah, it's a great. Cause... I'm a good guest. I'm a good guest. Don't deny me the right to come back again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my answer is probably going to make you not want to come back. <clears throat> well, okay, let's get this started. My favorite console of all time. I still have it to this day. I've had it for what 20 years now. It is the Sega Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I, see, I knew. You know what? I'm not even mad because it wasn't a bad system. It just came out at the wrong time. Yeah, and I, I will agree with that. What happened was what Sega did, which which it worked and it failed. I would say it was like 50-50. They were trying to beat out the PlayStation, so they moved the date up to like May. Yeah. To try to, to try to, you know, they came out with two games. Like it was like Virtual Fighter and one other game, and um. It wasn't selling. There wasn't no games for it. So then PlayStation came out, and then they start pumping out games at the last minute. But Sega Sega dropped the ball on it. They did a whole, and the fact that they couldn't have this safe. What was it Sonic Extreme? I, I love seeing screenshots of this game. They couldn't have it ready by the time this game, by the time the Sega Saturn dropped, and then it got stuck in production hell, and you killed the damn console altogether. It's, it's always Sega's problem. They try to push stuff out ahead of everybody else, and it fails for them. Pisses me off. But I'm a, I'm a huge Sega fan. I love the Sega Saturn. I thought it was way before its time. I love the fact that you can play multiplayer with your friends if you had the NetLeak adapter. You can call your friends and play with them. That's awesome. They had some of the best games of that generation, playing with Virtual on. You're pretty much in your own Gundam, in a sense. You can fly around, kill, kill other robots. Gigantic robots fighting is great. Uh, I love everything about this console. I still have it to this day. It's amazing. I just and they even gave you the cartridge slot. It was like the first time you actually had a memory card for your game. So it was yeah, like yeah, I remember I, that. I still got it. Um, I had I had the system for 20 years and the disc reader still works fine. Everything's fine with it. I never had any problems with it. I have the multi-tap adapter for six-player gameplay. I this 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 is my favorite system of all time. So I can go into detail and talk it up and probably have you guys go out and buy one, but. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you about my, my top three games. So, um, my third my third favorite game of all time, 
on the Sega Saturn. I have to go with Fighters Mega Mix. I don't know if you guys ever played this game, but when they gave you the option to play as a Daytona USA car as a fighter, where it stands up on his rear and you can fight other people, I was like, hold up, I get to fight Akira and Jackie with the Daytona USA car? <laughs> take, my take my money right now. I was like, they, they, they brought in this, the Sonic, um, what was it, what was it the Sonic Fighters characters in there as well? Oh, nice. I was like, hold up. You had Sonic Fighters, you had Virtual Fighter, you had Fighting Vipers, which was a great game as well. And you could use the Daytona USA car in the fight. I was like, hold up. This is like the first melee that I, I could think of that actually came together as a game. Of course, Sega, of course Sega's never going to get any props for it, but it's the first time I kind of see you had all these different genres able to fight each other in one particular game, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. The Daytona USA car had a grab where it grabs you with this other wheel, and then it puts the wheel on your face, and you get to rev up your engine with the, uh, I think it was the R trigger, and it'll actually burn rubber on the person's face. I was like, this is amazing. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, the game fantastic. was, I, I thought it was well done. Um, okay, so the number two favorite game of all time on the Sega Saturn. Um, I, think it was, I think it was more underrated. I don't think a lot of people heard about this game, but it's called Estelle. A stall. I don't know terminology. The game was great. I thought it's me personally. It's probably the best 2D 2D platforming game I've seen. Like it just side scrolls. It's amazing. The graphics for the Sega Saturn were awesome as well. It had best of the best hardware for that 32-bit platform. But it was just they really captured the 2D and 3D aspect together. And it was they had so many anime cutscenes. It reminded me a lot of uh, I think X4. You had the cutscenes in between like, each individual yeah, chapter. Yeah, I remember so, what you're talking about. Yeah, so that's why I was like, "This is amazing!" Like, I, I was so into anime at that point too. So I was kind of like, "You got the anime portion, I got the game portion, you got a great story." Pretty much talking about you know heaven and hell, you know God and the devil and everything else. Great game, check it out. Great ending to the story. Totally blew you away at the end. Uh, great, probably the best soundtrack you're gonna get on any Sega Saturn game. So. My number one, this is also my favorite, okay, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say as best as I can, this is my favorite fucking game of all time. I have never, <laughs> I have never played a game and been hooked on this. Every time I had an opportunity when I grew up, I would go to the video hut down the street, and I would rent this game every single time. And even Xbox 360 came out with a remake, which was great as well. Um, it came out with it last year, and it was a great remake, and it fixed up, fixed a lot of the hardware issues and the frame rates um, that it, it came, that it happened that happened when the game first came out. But it's Guardian Heroes. Nice. Oh shit! Yep. I love that game. That is, I have I have it right now sitting in my Sega Saturn. <laughs> it is. Oh man, dude, I I paid eighty one dollars for this game when I was in college. That's how bad it was. This game, you, you had probably about 30 different endings. Every stage you had it, you had to make a decision. Hey, you're gonna, it's gonna tell you how the game ends. Are people gonna join your side, not gonna join your side. You're gonna side with the devil. You're gonna side with the you know people in heaven. You're gonna sit here and side with the earthlings. You're gonna sit here, and, you know, you're not, you're not, you're gonna choose to be a bystander and not do anything at all. You know, it was, it was great. And the character diversity was awesome. You had characters from different platforms. You had a dude that could shoot the Mayas, which is like great. You had one dude, Genjiro, who was straight up a ninja. 
you know, you, you guys into Naruto, it's probably, it's probably your, your first uh, introduction to like Kakashi and stuff. Um, but the game was great. And then I did have to control the Undead Warrior and using him to explode stuff and help you out at any, any given point was amazing. And and if if you didn't use the cheat code in this game, you suck. Because the cheat code <laughs> was a lot easier. And it was awesome having cheat coding because you automatically are already maxed out before the game even starts. So you just breeze through the game. It's cheap, but it made the game fun because the game is really unrealistic. Realistic. <laughs> the game is hard as shit. Unrelentingly <laughs> hard. The game is hard as shit unless you put the code in. But that's my all-time favorite of all time. I absolutely love this game. I would rep this game every day. I'm so mad it never got like a show or a DVD or OVA or something. But Sega Saturn is my all-time favorite. I still but, love it to this day. I got some good news for you because if once you borrow my Game Boy Advance SP, no, I'm no, there is no, a Guardian no, Heroes no, Advance no, no, stop. for it. No, stop. And it's a great game. It's, it's no, a, the game is horrible. No, it is not horrible. What game? Wait, what game? Guardian Heroes Advance. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's a horrible it's sequel. Not a, it's not the horrible. Game, the game is, you can't even play as the characters from the game. You play as some random kid, and you have to go across the game, and you got to go into this horrible storyline. doesn't even have anything to really go with the game. The game on Saturn, you just got to follow these little sprites around from the Saturn game. The game that is kid bad. is you. That kid is not me. That, game, that game is bad. I was so upset it when I was that game. Bad. That game is bad. If that's your first introduction, wait till you play the real one. No, I played the real one because I had a Saturn too. Oh, but, uh, you're very fortunate. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, because, like, I had a... I don't know if you remember, the game. The console came with a, a disc, and it was, like, four or five demos on there. Yeah. So, actually, I was in El Salvador when I first got this, uh, the, the Saturn. So, there was no place to get games from. So, I would literally play these demos over and over again. Um, so, like, when I finally got money or had the ability to, to buy my games... I went back and played like Clockwork Knight and uh, Great Game, uh, uh, Virtual Cop. Yeah, go ahead. And um, what was the last one? Knights. Knights was yeah. awesome. Knights. I was about to say, I'm surprised there's no night. There, there wasn't any knights on your uh, oh, on your the, list. The reason I didn't, the reason I didn't put knights on here is probably the greatest game. It, I think Sega took too long for it to come out. But if you didn't have the analog controller that came with the game, you were screwed for playing the game. Like you needed the analog, the analog controller to, control to really. Uh, I'm surprised Mega Man X4. Well, you see, I got Mega Man X4 on PlayStation. <laughs> the reason I switched over to PlayStation is because Final Fantasy 17, 7 came out, and when Final Fantasy 7 yeah, commercial yeah. came out, yeah. I was like, I was like, look, Saturn, you my boy, we cool, we've been we've been together for a long time. But have you seen the Final Fantasy 7 commercial? I gotta put you on I, the shelf. Yeah, I did. I did see the Final Fantasy 7 commercial. I'm surprised. Uh, what about Space Jam? What about Space Jam? Okay, cool. So we're back. So what we wanted to do was we want to give everybody else a chance to chime in and give us their top three picks and their favorite console of all time. So we had a few people that chimed in and gave us their picks. So I'm going to read the top three answers that we received. And um, I will let Jose and Jason laugh at these people for the picks as well after I read oh, them. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Who picked the GameCube? Because just give them the prize package. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Nobody picked the GameCube. And I think Whoa! The GameCube... I'm so... Hold on. Nobody wins this prize package. We're saving it for next time. I was going <laughs> to say we're split between the two of us. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That works, too. 
the game. I'll get it on odd, odd, odd numbered weekends. You get it on even. There we go. So, um, who I'm going to pick for our number three. Um, see, you know, I hate when people do this because we always got those people who claim the master race as a console. You know, they always claim. No, PC. There is, that pisses me <laughs> off. There are no master races. Yes. <laughs> PC, you can just upgrade a few pieces and you're better than a console. But there is nothing like playing a console. No console is better than the other, even though I prefer my PS4 over my Wii and my X-Bone. <laughs> but that's a personal preference. Ah, oh, Anyways, go on, Rick, before I am angered okay. even more. <laughs> so our number three... And I'm gonna go ahead and give it to I'm gonna give him number three because he chose PC, but he has some good picks for his PC. He chose Diablo 2, Deus Ex, and Age of Empires 2. I thought those are good picks. I mean, okay. if you, you want to sit around. Bad. At least at least two of them are games you can only play on PC. Yeah, Deus Ex was a great game. Yeah, I bet. D2 though. D2. Oh. Yeah. I have fond memories of uh back in middle school and high school, uh just weekends just Sitting on my computer playing D2 with my friends over Battle.net. Yeah. And, and, and D3, it, and D3, D3's living up to D2 in my eyes. Yeah, it's funny. Like I watched my friends play, play Age of Empires in college, but when Age of Mythologies came out, you can make the trees walk and stuff. I was like, right? I was like, this game is amazing. I, I, I get to summon gods and that and bring stuff to life. Okay, yeah, I'm good to go. I'm not going to class today. Okay, so that's number three. So our number two um, is uh, actually he picked uh, PS2, which I don't think is a bad pick. Uh, Prince of Persia, Prince of Persia, God of War, and DBZ Budokai. That is a solid list. The first yeah, Budokai is is gold. That that changed the game. I was like. Oh, you know what? No, Sorry. We went from Budokai to Xenoverse. Xenoverse was amazing. And the sad part is, I forgot people who love Sega Saturn. Also, I'm so sorry about. I didn't say anything about. I think Final Bout was on Sega Saturn. Was, was Final Bout? Let me check. Go, keep going. I'll let you know. It, it was, it, I know it was on PlayStation One, but I think it was on Saturn uh, as well. Dragon Ball Z, uh, the Legend is on there, and Dragon Ball Z Shin Butoden was on there, but not Final Bout. Okay, Final Bout was on PlayStation 1. Yes, it was. Okay, so yeah, I think that was a solid pick. I mean, you can't get better than God of War. I mean, that's oh. that was a great series. And it's still going. They're making yeah. the new one already. Yeah, yeah. I saw 4 is in development, so I'm four, like... 4 is in development and is possibly dealing with Norse mythology with Kratos. How that's... wicked is that? Yeah, I really, I really need to get a PS4 because I really want to play that Digimon game too. So I'm like, yo, that oh, game dude. is tight. <laughs> I'm so bad, dude. Like, I love my Xbox, man, but I really want to play that Digimon game bad. Now. <laughs> it's I so told bad. you. I, I told you when you got that Xbox, <laughs> you're gonna regret it because everyone's gonna have a PS4 and all the good games are coming for PS4. <laughs> no, see what it, what it is now. All my friends got Xboxes, but all the good games are coming out on PS4. And I'm just like, and everybody's playing Digimon Cyber Sleuth, and I'm sitting here, like, looking at the wall. You can buy so, a Vita. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm sorry, not even Sony wants to buy the Vita. <laughs> no, Sony I'll be wants right. to forget the Vita. 
Sony wants you to sit on your roof of your house and play your PS4 through your Vita. <laughs> Stupid ass commercials. <laughs> through your computer. I mean, through your PS4. You know what? I I like the Vita. I think it was neat, and I think not a lot of people uh, gave it enough attention to have Sony give it attention. Yeah, I agree. I, I love my, my Sony. Game. Like the PSP was great. Yeah. And then it kind of dwindled down. I think that people just didn't give the Vita the chance to show Sony that people would buy it. Yeah, the PS, PSP, uh, Crisis Core was an amazing game. With PSP. Oh, my God, oh, Crisis man. Core. Uh, Crisis Dissidia, Birth by Sleep. Oh, that game was amazing. Amazing game. Oh, I got to stop. Now you make me think about ARGs for uh, PS1. <laughs> Air Guys. Air Guys, yeah, that game. Oh, Ooh. man. That brings it back. That was a rare game. Let's see, oh, okay. Man. So, the winner, and I actually like this pick because uh, he chose Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64! Oh! oh my god! Best video oh ever. God. If you guys haven't seen the kid on Christmas Day with, with the Nintendo 64. If they're listening to this podcast, they better have heard it. <laughs> he chose three games. And his first There's game... got to be one very specific game on this list, and if it's not, I'm going to slap <laughs> it out of him. Um, his name is Brent, uh, Brent Carlton. He chose Star Fox as number one. Okay, Star Fox 64, good choice. Good choice. That's, that's a great choice. This is, his top, is that his number one or is his number three? That's his number one. I'm sorry, that's his number one. Okay. I mean, when that game came out, the Rumble Pack came out, I was like, I gotta have it in 64. Game change. Yeah. Game change. Yeah, I, the whole gaming thing changed. Yeah, I, I had to get one once I played that game. I said, my hands are shaking. I've never experienced that before. I, I used to make my friend who had the, the VHS tape, the, the special presentation that, Club, that Nintendo Power sent out. Yeah. I used to watch that all the time at his house. I'm like, dude, I would steal this from you because I love this tape. <laughs> Seeing Sega and Sony kidnap the Nintendo <laughs> representative <laughs> and to make them tell him them to make him tell them about Star Fox 64. I do remember that. That's wow. That's old. That is old. Wow. What's his number two? Okay, his number two. Okay, this game was great until people started manipulating the game, and then the game got real cheap. Um, he chose Goldeneye. Yo! How pissed were you about that April Fool's joke? <sighs> Jose, you hear about that, Jose? I don't know what the joke is. Somebody made an April Fool's joke that Microsoft acquired the rights to Goldeneye 64 and they were going to do a full remake of it with current gen graphics. Because the Wii made one, didn't they? Like a yeah, but Rogue yeah. Agent wasn't very good. Yeah, um, so actually, PlayStation Two made one too, which was horrible. Oh jeez. That game was so good. It was like yes, the sequel to the N64, and I'm playing. And I'm like, this game is horrible. Why did you guys make this game? There was no point in ruining something so great. And my problem with Goldeneye was. The game, the game was great, but after you play for so many times, you know what people are going to spawn at, and people took advantage of that when you played four yeah. players. And the game just got ruined. But ruined. it was always, it was always the best DK mode with paintball mode on. 
beautiful. And then you always know you, you always know you gotta fight your boy if you get eye to eye job. Yeah, you gotta. Is it eye job? And was a civilian number two or number three? Yeah, that was like really, really yeah, short yeah. and fast. Yeah. Okay, and this number three. A lot, I don't think a lot of people know about this game, but I thought this this was a great pick. This is me personally. I chose this guy. And this, I think there's a hundred other games that he could have chosen as number three. But I like this one personally because it's different. He chose Ken Griffey Presents MLB. That's awesome. Wait, Ken Griffey's awesome. Baseball? Yeah. I love that game! It's the only game where I ever got a home run with Andy Pettit. I thought that was, that was a bold pick. That game was amazing. Nobody ever talks about it. No, that game was great. That is a great baseball game. I'm, very, I'm not even a real baseball fan. But back then, I loved that game because it was something that I could play with my friends and we could have fun with, even though none of us really watched baseball. Um, yeah, that game was amazing. I'm upset though because the most dominant game on the friggin' N64 is not on that list, and that's Banjo Kazooie. Was Banjo- that gonna be your favorite? Platformer? That is, the, I think honestly, it is the best game. I think it is Ooh. a perfect game. It is the perfect game. Banjo Tooie is the perfect game. is is the second most perfect game, and then it got shit on by Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> and I am eagerly awaiting for uh, Ukulele. Oh, this yeah, the uh, the predecessor. You, I mean, the successor, the successor to the, the game. The, the successor, Ukulele, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is Iga who made um, who made uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Is is making a new game based on, like you know it's the spiritual successor of that and Mighty Number Nine cannot wait for those three re- those three uh, new games coming out by old creators of old, uh, old games. The last time I said about N64, the greatest thing in the world was when I could take out my Pokemon cartridge out out of my big ass yo and play <laughs> and play ga- uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium. Stadium. That was the greatest thing, greatest achievement of all time, right there. <clears throat> oh my god, I loved it. I was like, oh my god, my Pokemon are on the screen. They can't do anything, but they're on the screen. <laughs> but yeah, you know, based on his list, yeah, he got it. He's good. Yeah, I agree. The Ken Griffey one sold it because I mean there's another there's no number of different games. I mean if he would have put Quest 64 on there, I wouldn't give him anything. That game was horrible. Nobody talks about that game. That's why that's why it's so bad. Okay, well that's it. Um, Jason, thanks for coming on to the show, man. It's been a pleasure. We're definitely gonna get you on here on here again. I definitely enjoyed you. I think Jose enjoyed you as well. <laughs> You know who wouldn't have enjoyed who wouldn't have enjoyed me? Who? John. <laughs> I don't know who John is. Who's John? I think he just jumped on. Did he? Did he? I think so. <laughs> Damn. Now oh, I know how you guys really feel. <laughs> oh man. I missed one appointment because I had to have dinner with my family, and I come back and oh, it's me, like oh, uh, the roast of John oh, Ellison. Oh my god. Sir, you sir, you owe me laps, man. You're like an hour late. <laughs> Yeah, the last oh, man. Man. Uh, so, uh, I told you, you, know, told you uh, I told you. He's oh, going to per- show up at the very end of the podcast. This is perfect. This is perfect. Jonathan, you got to go through this real quick. Give me your console, your favorite console, and your top three picks. Come on, you oh, I'm still allowed to talk? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know I was still allowed. 
<laughs> I, I thought you guys were just going to zip it up and zip we're it out. An, we're making an exception. We're making an exception. Go ahead. You, you know what? Bye, everybody. It's been great. I hope y'all enjoyed the podcast. All right. Thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Thanks, Mr. Simmons. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. Uh, real quick, uh, I picked PS2 uh, basically because uh, this was the game system that I spent most of my time with out of all the consoles I've had. Um, so I'm going to go uh, with Burnout Revenge. Um, definitely, in my opinion, one of, the, one of the best racing games on any console. I mean, it, it was like playing an action movie. Um one of my first games that at the time I got my girlfriend to play, so that was always a plus. Um, always. My first, and I, I, I hate to admit this, my first game that I've ever completed from beginning to end, saw the credits and everything, was Devil May Cry. Oh. That was my that was my first uh, that was my first game, and then um, I got to go. With a classic, because you know all of us, we are fighting game enthusiasts. So there's no one? way. This your number one. Uh, was that? This is my number one. Okay. Marvel vs. Capcom Part Two. Yo. Take you for a ride. <laughs> we know the theme music. I mean, I, the game is almost what, 15, 16, 20 years old. Had a roster of like 52 characters, and it comes out Marvel for every system. Marvel vs. Capcom Two. two. Yeah. So those are my those are my top three. I mean, it, I had some honorable mentions. I had uh, Def Jam, uh, Fight for New York, but I believe yes. Jose. Uh, Actually, I did not go into that. Oh my God! That is a crime against. That is a humanity. crime against. They, there should be a Def Jam HD compilation right now because that game alone can blow almost any fighting game currently out for any system. Do you, think it was because, do you think it's because it was Def Jam that it kind of put some people off of it? I think that's why. I honestly think that's yeah. why. It wasn't a bad game. I've actually played that game. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Because it was taking real-life people at, at that weren't actual fighters or, or boxers and stuff and putting them in a game that you that fans of their work could, could play. Yeah, because, like, I... I I was a big fan of like their music at, at that time, but I'll never forget it. My my boy got the game. We came back to his apartment. We started playing it, and literally, I've never been so intense and so into a video game where we're just like drenching sweat, trying yep. to trying to pin each other. It was it was. I've mm-hmm. never had so much fun. And you had you had like the the cast of characters. You had someone for everyone. You had Buster Rhymes. You had Henry Rollins. <laughs> Henry you Rollins. Had Mike Epps. Oh, didn't they have? Uh, they had Dan Bone Crusher. Dude, uh, dude, when that music comes on, when you when you power up, and then all of a sudden yes, it starts shaking and everything. Dude. It's done, son. You're done. Dude, dude let's take a fork in them, son. Yeah. You're done. You just just stay away from them. Whoever who has that, the object was to stay away from that guy until someone else. <laughs> It just takes that takes that L and just gets out the way. It's like all like like oh yeah we all stars oh my god um oh, stop whew. stop because no I, let me tell you something if you are a fan of the in the N sixty four wrestling game this is the last podcast you let him get his <laughs> hidden gems into this. Conference.